competition. In our first ever mini-season, we'll be featuring the best spaces to stay, work and play around the city, from timeless icons to under-the-radar finds. And as well as sitting down with the teams we've brought into life, I'll be bringing you the inside scoop from some pretty amazing people getting up to some pretty great things within travel, design and hospitality. I'm so excited to share all their stories with you, so let's get into it, shall we? I've been listening to the podcast for the last, when we first connected, I think on LinkedIn, and I've been listening to the podcast avidly ever since. Oh, that's so nice to know it's not just my mum listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be talking to you today about um, the pop-up clubs. I think it's like such a cool idea on such an important mission, which I'm sure we'll get all into in a second. Um, but first, I'd love to hear a little bit about you and the life of Tilly Peel. Um, so yeah, so we started. Well, go, so I had to go back quite far. I feel like so I'm I'm in my lower thirties now, um, and um, it started over ten years ago. Um, back to when I was kind of twenty, and I, I I was I was living in Spain actually, and um, I was there for a few years, and I knew I was going to come back to England, and there was kind of like all these little markets and and kind of little independent hippie little shops in 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 Mallorca and Ibiza and all, all the places that I was I was going to in in my in my early 20s and yeah when I moved back to England I realized there was nothing really like that and it really lacked where I went back to my hometown it really lacked kind of that personality and everything was copy and paste high streets wherever you go it's exactly the same you see the same things everywhere and um I was I was selling um vintage clothing um I had a vintage clothing brand that I had yeah out out there and I used to I actually volunteered in a charity shop and I would um find all these like amazing pieces to like sell um so I carried on doing that when I came back and um I dreamt of having my own shop um and early 20s I was kind of like in the house shares and I had a had a flat that I managed to somehow yeah afford and I was renting out my room on Airbnb and sleeping on the sofa and I was sharing out my rent so I could afford it working all these jobs trying to like start my own business and then I was looking into the cost of shops and it was just so unaccessible for me I was like the cost of fit outs the business rates the rent like all the things that like I had to put into my business plan and financials I was like how the hell am I going to do that and um I said, like, I was sleeping on the sofa um, and renting out my room. So I was like, why don't I just share? So I was sharing my rent out, you know, ultimately, that's what it was. Um, and I was like, why don't I just do that within a shop space? Like, I'm yeah, doing that to be able to afford my rent. Why don't I do that inside of a shop? And it was kind of like, I was really inspired by, this was like at the height, you remember like ASOS Marketplace? So I was vintage clothing. So ASOS Marketplace was like this kind of, there was like loads of interest sellers, like loads of different people selling, but all online. And I was like, nobody's doing that, like in real life, you know, like not 
you had you can't we, you, know, you had the concept shop and that's been around for a long time and collectors but like the, the thing that I was thinking of was not being done and um so yeah we went on to I went on to run a market and I got hold of an old BHS unit back in 2000 early 2017 so it was seven yeah I've been doing that so seven years that was my first shop we started the markets and and my brand in 2016 and um and then yeah we shared it out and it's just gone from there really we've gone on opened over 25 shops since and we've done over 1.3 million for small businesses and artists um and yeah it's been it's been a ride and now i'm I'm 30. (laughs) but what a lot to have done by 30 that's incredibly inspiring and i also had no idea it started with your sort of spanish inspiration and i was listening to you talking i was like that's so true like almost my favorite bit of holidays they just have better shops whereas personality yeah yeah whereas we have like a boots 10 charity shops and just something that looks dodgy you know that's just like every British high street so I think it's so true what you say and I'm so excited that you're bringing a little bit of that international character and fun and personality to Britain's high streets um but I'd love to hear about that first one so because you didn't really have any experience in doing this so what was it like taking that plunge I've literally been winging it ever since yeah (laughs) no no idea what to what to do I think um yeah I left I mean I left school I went and done hairdressing after school and then yeah then I went and just wanted to travel and yeah packed my bags at like 18 and and just went um so I I I didn't yeah leave school with any kind of qualifications as, as such or go to university so yeah I really kind of you know and actually the seed kind of was planted when I was like 18 I knew I wanted to work for myself and the idea of um of of the spaces and stuff that I wanted to do was planted really really young but again I I didn't know what I was doing I was really just learning and you know kind of marketing Instagram wasn't even like you didn't even nobody was even building businesses on Instagram you know you're like just posting like pictures of your dinner with with a filter on it was like you know it was really kind of yeah like it was just just starting so I just learned and learned and I just read books and I went and just googled everything and just I had sheer unwavering determination and um have been cursed and blessed with it since I was a child um (laughs) but yeah so kind of yeah we got a space and, and just tried it and I think actually like that that what was working because I had my own brand and I I wanted to I, I was really trying to build online as well. You know, this is like the 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 time where on everyone was buying online. So I was like, I need to build this online shop and I need to have this income that's going to come through all online. And um, I actually found that in real life, I'd done a load of um, research, like research and um, surveys and everything like that when I first started. I'd done like Prince's Trust um, courses and things like that. And that it came back resoundingly every time that people wanted to shop in person. So mm-hmm. I was going to markets and I was going to every calf market, anything that I could go to and get my hands on um, at the time in person events. And I was like, this is where I'm making, and this is where I'm making my money. This is where I'm actually doing well and I was like this is I need to have a shop this is what this is this is what will work people actually don't like the in like the impersonal nature um of online for things that 
that, that they want to touch and feel. And I knew I kind of like needed to kind of, and it has to, there's definitely you've got digital and, and online has its place a hundred percent. And, you know, we interwove really nicely with that um, now, but the, what I wanted to do was something, I guess at the time was quite different um, because everybody was shopping online. Now we've got like, you know, the high street is really evolving now and we've got loads of more, experiential shopping experiences you know even down to like MS now it goes in it's like a food market like because everybody wanted something different they didn't want to just go to a shop that just had rows and rows they want something that feels like almost like a market because people enjoy these experiences they want something different um and it's really kind of it's actually amazing i think in the last couple of years especially since after covid how we've really seen the impact of you know this this change of people's shopping habits and how they want to shop more con- like consciously and sustainably and how that's like getting out there and onto onto our high streets as well yeah oh god there's so much I want to go into that the first <laughs> bit was when you were talking about this you know this experiential not just wanting like rows of stuff it really reminded me of did you ever watch Mary Portis like queen of queen of shops she's amazing yeah she was amazing. And she would go in and there'd be these companies. I think it was around the time again, maybe like 10 years ago when online shopping was starting to tick off and all these poor shop owners were like, no one comes in our shop anymore. Everyone just buys it online. Yeah. And you know, she's always like, you have to make it worth getting out of your house for. And yeah. has there ever been more apps now post COVID where people literally, they don't even go to work in person anymore. You know, you have to really give them something to leave the comfort of that nice cozy warm home in these horrible January days. yeah and also it's like it's the stuff that you like people aren't expecting to find that are people mm-hmm. buying and that's our shops in the in like the you know ultimately of what they are you go in there and there's something for everyone you can find something for whatever gift for any or for yourself and you weren't expecting to find it but you absolutely adore it and you cannot not buy it you know it's mm-hmm. like those places that um that we we just yeah we just fit into that you just walk past you like I had to come in because it's just I've never seen anything like it before you know and they want to come in and and I think actually one of the things about the pop-up club and what what you know how I guess is so much bigger than like my vision now because we work with so many small businesses so we give them kind of creative freedom to be able to like really test the market with their products and and give them that flexibility to be able to test the market for them to be able to scale and grow their own businesses and I think that's what's you know part of being part of the pop-up club is what's so wonderful um and you can really feel people's personalities in there so like every you got like 30 different brands in there and you can feel like you're visiting those like those brands and seeing their stories and hearing about their stories and I think yeah that's one of the I, I think one of the most amazing things about them. No, 100%. I was actually walking through Victoria the other day and I walked straight past your most recent shop and it was so good. I popped in, I had a proper little browse and honestly, the way it's all set out, like such personality, you can really feel these brands and there's a real energy from that. It's an incredibly like, uplifting shopping experience it, rather than it's crazy. days where you're like yeah. falling through the tail rail. It was so nice and I left on such a high, honestly it's it's crazy because you're not the first person to say that and I think like that really shines through and you can't really box that up <laughs> you can't really explain that you know like energetically that that that's what happened people come in and they instantly you know are like 
oh like the colors and yeah like the personalities mm. and I don't it kind of has just happened really organically and we I mean I had no money so we 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 built these we built our own units um because you know I couldn't afford to buy all the shop furniture so we built we built these units that kind of I designed with a, a carpenter who helped me out and um who's still my carpenter now he helps me out on loads of things all the time he gets like a message from me I'm like I've got this idea um <laughs> shout out to Dave um <laughs> and um yeah so we, had, we built this furniture and it was all just wood because that's all we had and we had loads of um I had a scaffold a friend who gave me a load of scaffold boards you know and we just built it out of recycled materials um and it's really all again all of this stuff like people now who have designers that are going to like right we need to build sustainable recycle like designed furniture for the shop we're like no we just have no money <laughs> we just done it like with 20 quid in our pocket and we just got the space and it was just um just happened really organically and it's it's kind of yeah, it's, it's, it's quite, quite a good story, I think. I love that. And it's funny how you said you made those shelves out of like necessity and a budget and having no money. Um, and actually now it's almost like such an iconic bit of the pop-up club. Like, so all of our, like all of our um, like social media, like when you look for all of our social media, like all of the, the really like high achieving posts are like all of those shelves because everybody loves them yeah. and like where'd you get these shelves from and we're like we just made them just try making them um but yeah we, we they and they work so well they fit everything in and they've worked you know they pack up and down like so quick we sometimes we're we have the shop like we'll get the keys a week before or you know victoria got it three days before actually and we've done a whole refit as well and painted it and all sorts we just yeah we they just go up you know so quickly um and down so quickly and they're just because there were you know any colors or any kind of product that that kind of comes in from like stuff that's you know super affordable to more luxury items they just work really well um and again it's just happened by chance and and i think that's um yeah there's something there's something in that that things serendipitous, yeah. I guess. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Those stars are aligning on the pop-up club, I tell you <laughs> yeah. um, And I'd love to hear a bit more about the brands that you feature and the artists and the creators. Like, how do you find them? And like, what? how do they find the experience of, you know, having your stuff displayed in public in real life? Like, that's such a major milestone for so many of them, I'm sure. It's so, it's, I mean, it's so amazing now that, like, we have you know I speak to brands and when they take part they're like I had this on my vision board and uh, you know at the start of the year and like this is and when they become part of it it's just yeah it's incredible um I mean at the beginning I would reach out to brands and and quite quite quickly I was just putting you know our 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 applications out there for people people to apply and um and now we yeah we just have literally hundreds and thousands of people apply every year to be part of it and we it's a very time consuming job of mine that um (laughs) that we go through and kind of see what works and see what areas that we have and it depends on what shops that we have um going at the time and what we're looking for um and we have like our criteria that it has to meet we um as well but yeah, the, so in terms of the brands, there's yeah, there's some there's some amazing brands that we've worked with, and now actually, like especially, I feel like in the last year, especially this this year or last year, um, 
we're like at that stage where we're actually seeing the brands that we've worked with like there's true success stories coming through because they're opening their own spaces they're taking on their own units they're taking on workshops they're taking on staff they're doing you know wholesale we've got people that are working with the likes of like anthropology um and oliver bonus and you know doing selfridges like you know it's amazing um so yeah I think it's really you don't get that when you're like at the start of your business and you're like all you're all in the same boat you know because you're like you're all just learning and you're all at the beginning startup journey but now we're like seven eight years in and we're like actually seeing like the results of that and like the the impact that we're actually having on on the brands it's really involved then hasn't it from being just like a pop-up shop to being almost like an incubator or something for exactly all these people with ideas and brands and giving them that platform to that's speak. exactly what it is actually and and there's a there's a really really cool story i remember years and years and years ago um i think it's a documentary on it and it's steve steve Madden, madden madden yeah who'd done the shoes oh, yeah he had a shop um, oh, yeah. in the 90s he had a shop in times square and he had a workshop out the back and he would go out with a design and make like 10 pairs or something, put them out for the weekend in Times Square in New York. And if they sold in the 90s, that, that if they sold out over the weekend, he knew like, we go with those, we make more and they're going to do well. And I, I, I use that story a lot for a lot of the brands that I work with, because that's what we are. Go, we're, you know, that, that incubator stage, that testing platform that you can really try anything out like anything goes with us we're not gonna turn around and be like you know no you can't do that like if if it if it works in the space like we're gonna be like try this try this and then people try lots of different stuff out and they really find what works for them and it's like it's like a testing platform basically and it's like the best market research you can do (laughs) for a business um and I love that story because I think it's absolutely genius um and to have a workshop at the back I'm just like it's so cool um but that's ultimately what we are for for small businesses I love that I also love Steve Madden shout out I have very small feet and he starts at like a size two which is great for me so yeah Steve (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and his watch um so tell me more about those brands like so you said before you have criteria what are you looking for in the brands that come and feature in your shops and has that changed at all in the past sort of seven eight years um no I guess it hasn't I think things are really you know that stand out as unique and you know innovative and something different you know, we've tried, we try to like avoid like saturated trends. We look at areas as well. I think that's definitely some, maybe that's something that has changed. I, I definitely look at like areas and what's going to do something that's like in the middle of Brighton might not be exactly the same as in the middle of like Blue Water, for example. Like, so, you know, definitely look at areas and the demographics. And I think we've done so many in different areas as well now that we have quite a good idea of what works as well um but yeah in terms of what we're looking for in brands it's you know sustainability at the core of of it all um so where where they're being made the materials um the you know the quality and um kind of like yeah the the values behind a brand is really important to us um we really want to 
make sure that they're you know safe welcome diverse inclusive environments for everyone so always that's always been at the very top yeah uniqueness I think is definitely also super super important um and then the, the brand itself like how what's your story um what's what's your what's your brand look like what's your branding like are you shop ready and um really like working with brands and getting them ready for that as well is something that we're doing quite a lot of this year as well um we've just released like we've just started doing like our mini guides that go out so we've done like one on like how to make the most out of your pop-up shop and wholesale and um social media so there's lots of we're doing like yeah a couple of those every month that are just free for small businesses yeah. to go in and download that can really help get them ready if they're not ready now that then we're 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 putting stuff out to get them ready for for things like this as well oh that's so cool you got god you're such an incubator aren't you look at you giving advice and help i mean it's just fab and i can so imagine so many people that is just such a boost for them especially if they're like little solo entrepreneurs just having that pillar of support to go to and you know people's brains to pick or people to have a natter with like that's just so invaluable in itself so amazing and you mentioned people having the pop-up club on their vision board which I'm so into this year just read the manifest book love (laughs) so what's on your vision board for 2024 or beyond where do you want to take the pop-up club any big things on the horizon so there's loads I can't go into all of them but we've definitely got um I mean it's amazing we normally January is normally my quiet quite a time of year and catching up from everything from Christmas um and it's been yeah we had the extension we just had the BBC news uh feature as well which was incredible so yeah actually January hasn't been as quiet um as it is normally which is amazing but yeah we've got the extension for Victoria we signed we were six weeks to six months so um we might not necessarily be there for the whole six months because there isn't another tenant that's coming in long term but um there's that and we've got other opportunities as well for small businesses so other shops that are opening um which are all incoming but yeah there's lots of yeah there's lots of things that I want to do I definitely in this kind of like helping um and putting more stuff out there this this, the mini guides is definitely something that I've wanted to do for a while um so that's that's really exciting I'm I'm looking forward to like being able to to help more um the people that need it and and be in places that where they where they need it as well because we're like we're in really like high footfall locations and they've and we've done the likes of like blue water and i mean there's shops like us that need to be everywhere there should be one on every high street and it's amazing to see like the model you know be like more people doing pop-up shops and creative collectives and, and more shops like this um coming up because i think yeah I think there needs there it needs to be it needs to be everywhere. <laughs> the more the small businesses on our high streets, the better, you know. Yeah, a hundred percent. And are there? So I know you've had a lot in London, Brighton, Essex. Are there any other spots or regions that should maybe keep an eye open this year or down the line for a pop up club? Or is it a bit too early to say? So we'll we'll be up north again. Um, so we yeah we've done shops in Manchester and Leeds. Um, so we're looking to yeah be back up north um because we've done brighton blue water and and london um over christmas and and mostly last year was all down south but yeah we're definitely looking to to go back up north again and and explore that um 
and then we'll definitely yeah we'll be in we'll be in London as well I'm in Essex so it's not too not too far um and they're, they're easier to manage than ones that are further away um I guess like in terms of um for us as a business as well um it's really like looking to grow like our team and as well at the moment I'm a one-woman band pretty much um so I definitely um need need a bit of help um so we're gonna yeah hopefully grow grow our team to be able to like you know help more people as well yeah oh she won't be a one-man band for much longer that's so fun I know the royal we I (laughs) is the life we've done a full circle we've done we had like we yeah we've done a full uh, yeah we've been we've done on it because we've been going for so long we've done it all and I went I went I done some traveling last year and it kind of like happened quite organically and like everyone had their own kind of businesses or um Mm. you know their own things so it kind of like the the team that we had was kind of and I did some traveling last year as well I took some time out to really like work out where we're going to go next and and I was like after covid we hadn't we, nobody traveled we couldn't go anywhere so I was like and, and we grew so much over covid as well like that's when um we kind of like saw a lot of our growth so before before that we were we, so a, a, that was under the bearded gypsy which was my vintage um vintage company name and then we rebranded when covid happened it was like one of the biggest shops that we ever had and we had opened and closed within two weeks through covid we're like and i just took on my first member of staff and i was like what are we gonna do and we just rebranded and we're like right it's gonna be the pop-up club but it's gonna be we've been using the name as in like the bearded gypsies pop-up club it was way too long i'm like we need to rebrand and that's that's when we kind of like it was we saw like a really big growth in covid which um is a, a, a quick growth that quick mm-hmm. is is yeah. you know good and bad for all you know you go through everything you have like you learn all the mistakes at once you know so we've yeah. done full circle it's been yeah it's been quite a journey <laughs> what a journey and very exciting times ahead I'm so excited to see what 2024 and beyond brings for you in the pop-up club so um before much. we do go I do of course have my closing tradition of three spaces I'm going to ask you now imagine you've cashed that winning lottery check so money's of no issue <laughs> number one where are you running away to to disconnect and to detox okay so I did prepare my answers to this because I've been listening to the- <laughs> been listening to you um so I'm a bit of a petrol head um so I would say a like a, a like a drive um so I, I converted a camper last year and done some traveling in a, in a camper um and I would either take yeah to, uh, take that to the sea um and go watch the sunset or my motorbike or if, if it's warm my, my motorbike and take my take my motorbike for a drive <laughs> i didn't know you were a petrol head tilly yeah, i love that answer <laughs> yeah. oh amazing okay well second one a little bit different or maybe you can have a party in your van i don't know your ultimate birthday party where are you hosting it so um so last year, so on this tri- on this trip I, um, that I done last year, last summer, um, I drove around um, Europe, and one of the things I've always wanted to visit for since I was about sixteen years old is the first 
um airstream camping site like you know the airstream big american airstream there's what there was one in europe it's the first one in europe um that was ever around and it's in south of france and i visited that so it's like uh, yeah it's an airstream campsite and they've got all these different airstreams that are like all like going back to like the 60s and 70s and it's incredible they're so so cool and i got to visit I was like, it's been on my bucket list since I was yeah, like 16 to go visit. And um, so I would have, they have like this little, yeah, all these little different airstreams and they've got like a little stage area and it's, um, it's so cute. And I would, I would have, a, I'd have a party there so everyone could drive down and, and camp and camp out after <laughs> some bands. A little petrol head party. <laughs> <laughs> These are such good answers, and I just wasn't expecting us to be talking about petrol head parties. But here we are. <laughs> and talking of bucket lists, what would be your once in a lifetime bucket list trip? And would you be staying anywhere special? Um, so there's like so many places. I'm super, yeah, just love travel and visiting new places, meeting new people, exploring. Um, but one of my Ultimates is Hawaii and Fiji. Oh, I've always wanted to visit, always. So hopefully one day. Excellent answers. Have you watched White Lotus? Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> I think take your camper van and miss miss the hotels. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, they are exceptional answers. Thank you so much, Tilly. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you today, and all the best. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute honour. I've really enjoyed every single episode, honestly. So well done and congratulations. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. And if you did, please, as ever, go on and make my day by leaving a little review or hitting that subscribe button. There are so many things I'd love to do with Creative Spaces this year, and that just helps make all of it possible. You can also head to our website for loads more content and also some inspiration for your next trip away. So go get planning your next vacation, and I'll see you next time for more of the London edition.